1: Uh, what a treat it is, Durham, because uh, the FIFA World Cup final is set. France or France uh, versus Argentina, two of the superstars of world football will go head-to-head, Mbappe and Messi, two of the superstars, two club teammates as well, and uh, Archie Thompson's been doing some incredible work on SEN calling these games uh, alongside our man, Jordan Canellis And he joins us on the line to talk about this and much more. Archie, thanks so much for your time.
0: Mate, I, w- I would use incredible very loosely,
1: mate. I feel like uh,
0: <laughs> Jordan Cannellis is uh, amazing at what he does. And he obviously, when he loves his football, it really comes out and shows. That, but, mate, I just love it. I, I love the boys. I love going in in the early mornings. They make it really... Uh, really great, and the football's just living up to what everyone expected this World Cup to be. It's it's incredible.
1: There's been a, there was a lot of talk about the the, you know, the stuff on the periphery about Qatar and all that sort of stuff, but the actual tournament itself, and it always is because the World Cup's an incredible event, probably you know mm-hmm. one of the greatest sporting events that we have. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the actual tournament itself, we've had we've had high drama, we've had upsets, but in the end, we get two of the world powerhouses uh, set to lock battle, uh, lock horns.
0: On Monday yeah. morning, yeah, it, it's it's amazing, and uh, like uh, it would have been good. I feel if Portugal had maybe gotten a little bit further into the tournament with uh, the likes of Cristiano Ronaldo, maybe getting the <laughs> swan song he wants. But it, it feels like it's uh, the light that I always sort of say it. But the moon, the stars are all aligning for the great man Messi to finally lift that World Cup trophy that uh, everyone kind of says that he needs to be able to be labelled the GOAT, which I, I feel like he doesn't, and maybe a lot of other people feel like he doesn't need that, but certainly would be fantastic to see him finish. And we've, we've arguably got the two best nations being there. Like, I know that there was some um, great results, a lot of upsets. I think this was why this World Cup was a lot different than maybe others. And then you had Morocco, unfortunately got knocked out this morning, first African nation to be in a semifinal. Uh, when you look at the, um, the size of that country and what they've done, is it, pretty amazing. And then, uh, they, But they were just up against one of the best footballing nations um, of, of our generation at the moment. Like, it's because it's four years ago they won the World Cup. They're there again. And the last time any country has gone back-to-back winning, I think it's like 1958 or to, and 62 when it was Brazil. But um, I, I could be wrong on that, and I'm... Probably one hundred percent right that I am wrong with that, but it's, it's, it's still. Yeah, but it's still uh, it's still a long time, and it's very hard or very difficult to be able to do that. And the the two best teams are there. I know that France um, had a pretty thin squad going into it, but they're starting eleven. Uh, amazing when you got Mbappé, like you talk about. It's a bit of a, a – it's going to be a show, oh, that's for sure, when you got Messi and Mbappé
2: on uh, the other teams. So, so, hey, Arch, how are you, mate? Hey, uh, yeah, good, brother. Yeah. Good. You've got the two best teams. At this point in time, have we got the two best players in the world?
0: Y- yeah. Like, oh, I would have to say so. Um, Mbappé, feels uh, feel, has been a little quiet the last couple of games. He wasn't uh, maybe fantastic against England because – Um, they've got some world-class defenders and uh, I felt like he wasn't as involved. Don't know if he was, again, not involved too much in this game against Morocco, but, uh, I mean, he did kind of uh, fashion a shot that that got that second goal. Um, But you'd have to say so. Look, they're they're both on equal goals. I think it's like five goals each or six goals each in this World Cup tournament. They're both teammates um, and... Like it, it's just the, the perfect kind of melting pot to to see something really special happen. But I, I would say they are. And look at Messi, look Messi's what 35 now. Uh, that, that, I, I don't know if you guys saw that goal, the third goal that he uh, assisted. Yeah, yeah. So mate, like. I don't know about you guys, but I know that when I was coming to the twilight of my career, uh, there's certainly no way that I could turn a defender inside out <laughs> like that with, without tying myself in a knot. So, like, and to him to still do it like he is, yeah. it, it's it's pretty amazing.
1: In pretty our sport, amazing. in our sport, we've got countless left footers. who, so you say just run to their left side and force them to kick on the... Everyone in the world, uh, Derm and I aren't avid uh, soccer or football fans. We know Messi's trying to get to that left foot. And some of the greatest <laughs> defenders in the world, he just yeah. finds a way to get on that left side. It is unbelievable.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's so funny because, uh, look, he's you would say he's predominantly more left foot than his right, but he can use his right, obviously. But it's right. Like, how do you defend against some, someone like that when you... But even when you know that uh, the best way is to let him down on, on let him down the right side, <laughs> he, he still finds a way of getting back onto his left. And even if uh, you think you've won the battle by go, showing him down the right side, you've lost it because he's, he's around you anyway. So, like, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I, I don't know how you defend someone like that. And his electrics, like, I know that maybe his pace... Um, without the ball making runs is not as fast as what, it, as what it used to be. But his it, pace with the ball hasn't changed at all. And, like, and that's, that's the difficult, uh, I feel like, art of dribbling is to kind of be able to keep up that intensity and that speed with the ball,
2: uh, and, and he does it so easy. Ah, are you saying a footballer doesn't run as quick without the ball as he <laughs> does with it? That goes for every footballing code in the world. Oh, oh well, mate, look, I feel like if you, I'm to-
0: talking in, in in terms of keeping that close control. Yep. Like, uh, yeah. Like, like, uh, I mean, we can we can knock the ball uh, maybe two meters two meters in front of our, ourselves at that top speed. Uh, and, and you're not you're not even really sure you have control of that ball, but the way that he does it at his speed and still quicker than most players, it's like it's glued to his foot. Like it, that's a that's the kind of comparison I'm 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 thinking yeah. of because uh, like he, he's just a, he's just amazing with the ball at his feet, like incredible.
2: Now a little bit little bit tongue in cheek. Did we play both these teams into form? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, we could say that. We could. Say,
0: well, uh, it's it's funny because uh, I, I, that like the previous World Cups we've been in, um, I don't know. We've always seemed to have played in the group or in the round sixteen. Someone that's gone on and won the uh, actual World Cup in that year. So. I don't know, it's, it feels like now that everyone will everyone be wanting to play us four years' time, because I know if, if they beat us, well, they're going to go on and win the World Cup. Well, it's, what, just, it's funny like that.
1: What can, Dermot and I were speaking about this a little bit earlier, what, can, what needs to happen? You know, we've had a, a, a great little swell of momentum with our performance in the World Cup and people are getting behind the group. What what has to happen for that momentum to carry on? Because four years is too long just to sit around and hope that we can do the same thing and do a little bit better in four years. So what has to happen? What things need to be put in place for us to be uh, the Morocco of the next tournament?
0: Yeah, look, uh, I feel like um, definitely off the back end of World Cups, there's always that excitement. I mean, even walking around uh, my neighborhood, I see um, people kicking a soccer ball, in, in the in the playgrounds or on parks, um, which is great, and uh, I just I know that we've got our A League season right in the mix of that. Um, hopefully, fans will get attracted to that because that football is good. Like it's it's entertaining, it's open. You're going to see goals most of the time. I think I heard it's it's the second most scored um, league in in terms of games of a of a week in in the world. <laughs> I, and I don't know if I actually just making that up and it feels pretty good. <laughs> Sound uh, good. Like, it just sounded good. I hope it puts bums on seats. But look, uh, it, it's about kind of doing that and then maybe how do we keep um, the success and the momentum going. But it, it's just funny. I don't know about like, us and our sport. It's when as soon as uh, maybe the Australian Open comes around, we're, we're, we all want to play tennis and join the local tennis club. And then as soon as that dies down, we're well, like, oh, well, that, that, that was okay for the moment. Uh, but I feel like we do that pretty much with all our sports. I hope that uh, with our code, we can really do something about it and, and, and really just start laying the foundation because not many people gave hope to this soccer routine. They went to the round 16. They gave Argentina a real scare. Um, but, but let's uh, hopefully now um, that's a good sign for us to build our, uh, our our football code.
2: There's no doubt. When we see a national team do really well, it inspires younger people to actually take that that pathway as well. Josh and I were speaking a little earlier and and the numbers are out of Canberra at under 16 level, there are more kids playing soccer in registered games each weekend or school and the whole lot put together. There are more Mm. kids playing soccer than AFL, ARL, rugby union put together. So where do they go between there and the numbers that we can't achieve like we did in your era when we had players playing in every top league around the world?
0: Oh, yeah, well, that's a good question. I know that there's um, everyone talks about the infrastructure and pathways of kids and how they maybe progress from that sort of grassroots to elite level. Um, and, and, and I know that the, we also talk about the AIS program that um, pretty much sculpted a lot of the, the the great soccerers that have gone on and and had great careers over uh, overseas and, yeah. and at high leagues. It's because you, you imagine you know being with the elite of the elite uh, and sort of eating and breathing and and um, and living football in this little environment where you train all the time and you're only going to get better and better. That was sort of cancelled and and then um, and maybe also too with the new A League, they're trying to start to build the infrastructure in some of these clubs to be able to um maybe get some of these younger guys coming through and then they go through like, through the a league set up and then hopefully they maybe go overseas uh, it's just pathways it's a it's a it's a hard one like it's uh, I don't know what it is it's maybe we just get lost maybe it's uh, uh, we need to maybe invest a bit more in in, in that elite level uh, but uh, I don't know I just uh, hope that
2: uh, we, we can sort that out and start um, we need to convert them, don't we? Those numbers well, yeah. into, into players who, who are automatics to play for Australia every time we, we have a national up.
0: Well, that, that's right. and um, like it's, a, it's, it's a funny one. It's, it's, it's hard to kind of know where it's all at. I mean, I, I probably should be a little bit more involved or knowing more about that. But I, I try to stay away from the politics of all, all, all sport and try to see the beauty of what, what it is. Uh, sometimes um, I feel like with the football side of things, there's, there's a lot of politics, a lot of egos and all this sort of stuff. And uh, sometimes it doesn't go the way that it's meant to. And Yeah, you're um, too nice to get can.
2: immersed in that world, Ash. <laughs> oh,
0: mate, you're yeah, too definitely. nice. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to punish myself. <laughs> JJ and <laughs> I don't give it. a stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but look, I, I mean, I, I know that uh, there's some good people now in the Federation that know a lot about football. I think it's good to have football people in in positions that can help grow something rather than have someone that really doesn't know much about
1: that. Archie, what have you made of closer to home? What have you made of the the A-League's decision to to send the grand final or sell the grand final effectively to Sydney for the next three years? Where have you landed on that one?
0: Oh, well, look, mate, it's a a hard one. I'm obviously hearing the backlash from players and fans and um, it's understandable because uh, I I know it's a little bit different with AFL, NRL, I think it's like because you know that you're going to play your grand final at the uh, MCG. So that's just always been implemented there. But I just think with our code, it's always been, and I know that uh, even Danny Townsend said, well, our league hasn't been for that long. Well, hang on, it actually has been because we we're, we're, we were talking about the old NFL days. We're yeah. talking about, like, it's always been home ground advantage. You work hard um, and and, and, you, and you get that and then fans ha- are able to enjoy it and, and th- that buzz around the city for that week is awesome um, and, and, and it's good and, and maybe fans don't have to dig in their pockets again to travel somewhere they know that's going to be home. Uh, but then I can a- also maybe... See the other side of it where we need an injection of money, uh, we maybe need to try something different. And, and it's funny because fans and maybe players always sort of scream out and ask, Oh, we need to do something, we need to do something different. As soon as someone tries to do something different, they get angry. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I that's why I stay away from it all, but I, I, I hope that it gets uh, sorted out quickly because I know that there's been a process maybe that going to happen at the game, um, Saturday, which has already sold out and the league, maybe. I think fans are thinking about leaving 29 yes, minute yeah, 20 like minutes or something that. Yeah, 20 minutes yeah. Yeah, I, I hope they don't do yeah, that. it'll but be an ugly they, look. Oh, mate, it will. And, but if they do, um, I think we should cancel the game and maybe I was going to have a night off. It's, I mean, I, it's, whatever, <laughs> whatever works, mate, whatever works. But I, I, I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't affect it.
2: So, um, Arch, World Cup, the final, what is the moment we're going to be looking for?
0: Uh, I feel like it's going to be... Uh, a mag- uh, moment of magic for Messi, like the- oh, that's the three M's. Moment of magic for Messi. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> <laughs> mmm. Oh God, that sounded good. No, look, oh, I think uh, it-, it really is just uh, suited for him to go out um, on top. As he, as he, as he- he's just a superstar. Absolutely superstar. Well, so you've, a
1: you've heard it here first. Uh, Archie Thompson, SEN uh, football commentator, analyst, expert says. Messi's magical moment will decide the 2022 FIFA World Cup. Uh, Archie, thanks so much for giving us a few moments of your time. Good luck with the, uh, with the final on Monday morning. Uh, just a couple more days of 2 a.m. starts. And thanks so much <laughs> for jumping on with us and you can get some sleep.
0: Okay, thanks, boys. Cheers. Have a good week. Cheers, then.
1: Archie. There's Archie Thompson, uh, former Melbourne Victory superstar. Kick, he kicks five or six in a grand final. I Five in he a does, – He does hold that? the world record, though. What's that the equivalent to in our sport? Oh, yeah. 16? Yeah, 15? yeah. That's a heap. have
2: to be, wouldn't it? He's got the world record in, in international scoring. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, it was. A, I, I'm not sure. I think it was Papua New Guinea. He's got – what's that one, Rod? 13. 13. He's <laughs> kicked 13, 13. In, in uh, a right. registered –
1: 13! 13! Are we allowed to play that still? Oh, Oh, uh, we can still play it. Yeah. Okay, he's, he's still he's still on the books for now. Uh, so Archie Thompson, he says, Messi's magical moment will decide the FIFA World Cup. Let's get to the news, and we'll be back with plenty more.